Hello, and welcome to The Redo, episode four, where this one is entirely dedicated to food, and probably not the first one that we'll ever do, but the first one focused on food for our series. Um, welcome. So we're going to do a quick couple of minutes sort of about the food we've been eating this week, and then we're going to have a taste test, which is really one of my favorite podcasts to make. The food taste test is just amazing. And uh, so we're going to follow up with that. Um, so let's go start from the beginning. Um, you've had some food in San Diego. I've tried to bring you some of my favorite eats. And how do you feel? Oh, fantastic. First of all, I love Mexican food. Being from California, I think, and you're away, it's kind of an annoying running joke that happens. Anyone from California or any state that's remotely close to Mexico or touching Mexico, people will say, I miss Mexican food so much. Um, obviously, there are regional differences where you go, you know, the Mission Salad Burrito in San Francisco, et cetera. So in San Diego in particular, one sort of food mutant that has been born, I don't know when I should find out, is the California burrito slash carne asada fries. And essentially, it's a right carne asada, uh, French fries and guacamole in a burrito or on top of a bunch of uh, or just by itself without the tortilla. The interesting thing of eating with John around San Diego as a local, it's not so much go to this one restaurant for all their food. It's more like this one particular item at this one hole in the wall is really good. So we're going to go, if you want a California burrito, we're going to go to this one place. If you want flautas, we're going to go to this other place. If you want a breakfast burrito specifically, we're going to go to another place. And it's been pretty fantastic zipping around to the different neighborhoods and, and figuring it out. Because I think this is the kind of thing that you can't necessarily get out of a guidebook. Yeah. The thing is when everyone comes to San Diego, they're just, you know, when they visit and I'm not here, they'll ask me like, where should I go to get the best Mexican food? And that's not really the way it works. Uh, one, you want to look at proximity because you don't want to go super far away. And two, you have to look at exactly what item you want because not all Mexican places have the same sort of, you know, maybe this burrito has great meat, but this burrito has great skin. A fish burrito is different here. Uh, you really have to just specifically know what you want. Uh, there are sort of the basics, but, you know, I would like to say that we all sort of think of it the same way. We're like, there's not just one place we go. You got to switch it around. Um, and I also took Margot to my favorite ramen place, which is one of my favorite ramen places. Um, I want to say in the world, but I haven't had that much ramen around the world, but I'll go ahead and use hyperbole and be like, it's great. And it's a cheap bowl of ramen. Um, it's called Iyazaka Masa and it's been quite the fine for us. And, um, there's little garlic slices in it and it's, it's a tonkata, no, hakata ramen. Mm -hmm. And it's just delicious. And I hope you enjoyed it too. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what else have you been sort of consuming that you've enjoyed? Oh, yes. Well, because uh, John knows that I'm obsessed with eggs and brunch and breakfast, he's been very accommodating and we've eaten brunch almost every day. How many eggs day. do you eat a day or a week? A Margo? week, about a dozen. Repeat that. About a dozen eggs a week. Wow. And in, in a single day, I've had four to six eggs in a day before I not even thought about it. I've been doing this my whole life. My cholesterol's fine. It's great. As you've seen, the new science says that it's okay. It's a good kind of cholesterol. And I've known this my whole life. So uh, brunch every almost every day, including a breakfast burrito. So actually, I'll pretty much, you're right, actually every day. <laughs> That's nice. It's great. And of course, being in San Diego, once again, all the sort of San Diego style Mexican food riffs on brunch have been fantastic. Of course, you have like, oh, you want huevos rancheros. But also today, I had a great uh, chilaquiles eggs benedict. And you could also order like a chile verde eggs benedict. And this is at a place called Snooze. Uh, I want to put in a plug here for my favorite brunch place here. Uh, they have a couple locations. It's called either The Mission. There's one in Hillcrest. Oh, no, North Park. There was one downtown. Or The 
same people um, doing coffee cup in La Jolla. And it's called the Zen Breakfast, which is really just tofu and zucchini and egg whites and a little salsa. And it's delicious. And I really can make it at home, but I love it. Um, and to be honest, there's not that many great brunch places in San Diego, as far as I'm concerned. And they involve a lot of weights. But I have just sort of found the ones that don't have a lot of people. Oh, so key. Also, extra, yeah, for coffee cup, not only is it the Zen Breakfast, it sounds too healthy for some people. Most of the menu is fairly healthy and tasty. Like, oh, pesto scramble. You know, everything. It's basically egg whites, great sauce, a bunch of veggies, sometimes brown rice, whatnot, but good variety. I had the breakfast tamales there, house-made tamales, scrambled eggs, black beans, great. How's it compared to the tamale lady? <laughs> oh my goodness, right, tamale lady in San Francisco. Ooh, I mean, it's a little bit unfair. It is unfair. <laughs> right? You're having like straight from the kitchen to my, my plate as opposed to having to wrap them up and put them in a cooler and cart them all around the mission. Uh, probably a better value than the tamale lady at this point. Oh, she's expensive? A bit. Oh, she's about still about five bucks per tamale. Used to be cheaper. Does she have her own store yet or is she still slinging? No, her? she's. I saw her recently slinging. Oh, um, that's sad. Well, but not sad because the fact that she can do it again is cool. Cause oh, for a while she couldn't do it. Well, she, I know really? she was looking for a standalone sort of shop. Right. It was like a Kickstarter or something. To right. Help her. I heard that it didn't quite yeah. go through. People want to eat her tamales but didn't want to support her business. Typical. Hi, San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco hipster transplants. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, really the highlight, I think, for me, for you coming here is that it gave us a great excuse to go to Soup Plantation. Oh, my um, God. No, I, I want to leave with some facts. If you're not familiar with Soup Plantation, it's an all-salad all soup buffet. Uh, I would say it's like a, a mid-tier buffet, maybe even low-tier perhaps. And uh, the sad thing is maybe about a month ago, they announced that they're going bankrupt. Um, the, this sort of entire chain, soup plantation, uh, sweet tomato. Um, so it's, it's been a panic in my community uh, among the Chinese eating parents and children. And I love soup plantation. I love going, I go there at least once a week. Uh, I go for the early shift with the seniors, sometimes the late shift with, you know, the Chinese people. Uh, it's just wonderful there. But unfortunately, they're closing and, you know, me and my sister both love it, but we haven't been able to coordinate our time. But since Margot came, she was open to the idea of going to Soup Plantation. I like Soup Plantation too, but it's more of a special occasion uh, uh, restaurant in, in, for my family once in a while. I mean, you guys are also sort of buffet experts. Oh, apparently. absolutely. Yeah. What kind of buffets does your family like? Oh, let me tell you, it, it, it ranges uh, from fancy pants to probably as low as you can get. The fancy pants ones are reserved for... Ex What's the lowest buffet? A pro I mean, hometown buffet, would you say? No, there are worse ones than that. I would say it's sort of like the, the Midwestern cheapo Chinese buffet. Oh, you know, we won't like go that. Well, also, yeah. I don't think there are any around San Francisco. Right, right, right. So that's kind of put, put, us, put us back. Yeah, that is part of the different food history I should explore more. But anyway, yeah, anywhere from fancy hotel buffets, like, oh, it's New Year's Day, it's Christmas. You know, like, fried rib table, like, raw food, sea seafood table, whatnot, delicious, uh, to, yeah, the more Asian-y ones, but a little more mid-range, like Moonstar, Komei, sort of pan-Asian hmm. stuff with stations of made-to-order things, like wonton soup, do you want some pho, do you want some kanji, what mixins do you want? Sounds fantastic. That sounds fantastic. We have a chocolate fountain. Um, anywhere from, like, yeah, hometown buffet or soup plantation. My parents differ greatly. My mom loves Fresh Choice Soup Plantation Sweet Tomatoes. She's always been obsessed with, like, soup and bread and things like that. I'm not quite sure why. Mm -hmm. uh, my father is more of a hometown buffet guy because he says – well, he, he likes meat and fried stuff. So there's a lot of fried chicken there. He's like, I like how it has more of a southern bent to it mm. with okra. And he likes to people watch when he's there. We've gone there for Thanksgiving and Christmas multiple times. Not going to lie. It's great. And uh, actually, the funny thing is he loves hometown buffet – so much, so much that when it was my mom's birthday this year, 
And we thought, okay, let's take her to like one of these soup salad buffet places that are dying out. My dad really angled. He made a case for going to hometown instead, saying, citing the fact that there are some soups and salads in hometown buffet. <laughs> but really, what do I want? He was driving. So to be fair. To be fair. I mean, it's your mother's birthday. And hometown buffet is shutting down as well. Oh, really? Also went bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's one in Massachusetts that my extended family goes to because my grandmother loved it randomly as well. You see, you see a pattern here. Um, that shut down. So when we had a reunion in July of this year, we couldn't go. That was going to be one of our big activities. I don't understand because Supplantation is always everywhere I go. It's so busy. Right. I mean, how are they failing? What's happening? Why is Hometown Buffet failing? I mean, any of these buffets. I mean, Hometown's very crowded also. It is. It's yeah. too. I think we were saying how in general, a lot of people don't want to spend money on food that's not that good, I guess. Oh, I see. I see. They, they want higher quality. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that the food at Supplementation is not the best. You know, out of all the sort of food they have, only the soups are maybe like a B level, right? Agreed. But it's yeah. the entire, some of your, all the, the elements there that makes it a great experience. Yeah. And, the, and the reason I haven't been able to go until recently is because I draw the line at going alone to buffets. That's like the most loser, I think. I, <laughs> you know, I'll go watch movies. I'll go eat alone. I'll do a lot of things alone. I'll go to parties alone sometimes. I've even gone clubbing alone, sort of. But I can't do the buffet alone. Let's talk about this solo buffet eating. I actually, I've never done a buffet by myself either. And I also do many things by myself. Right. So tell me why you can't What's do the it. Sti- I mean, well, here's the thing. The, there's the problem of when you want to get more food, what do you do? Who's going to watch your Who's stuff? Who's going to watch your stuff? Supplementation solves this. They have a little sign. It says, I'll be right back. With oh. a little tomato there. So it's very cute. Brilliant. But it doesn't, it doesn't stop people from taking your seat. You know, <laughs> and my food always kind of looks half finished. I'm always saving a couple bites at the end. So like they always take it away from me. So I don't feel safe sort of like going to a buffet alone and, and leaving my food there on the side for someone to just grab it. You know what I'm saying? That's a, a real concern. Yeah. Hmm. When it comes to buffets too, uh, I mean, I'm a slow eater and I, I, I can't eat as much as I used to. So it'd almost be like a waste for me to go to a buffet by myself. I'd be in and out so quick. I'd be like, did I get my money's worth? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. If there was someone else, you got to chat it up. But you do sort of keep with the very, uh, I mean, go ahead and say, you know, Asian strategy of just going for the high quality items. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But uh, you're going straight for the, the steak. Whatever the has the protein, the most protein in it. Okay. Go for it. Yeah. Try to cut out the carbs, even some of the vegetables. Uh, and I think this also segues nicely because, you know, you took me to Trader Joe's. And I, I, I know about Trader Joe's and I've been to Trader Joe's, but I don't frequent it. And I, I really had no idea that you had this side of you that you are essentially a Trader Joe's expert. Uh, talk to me about how you shop at Trader Joe's and sort of your strategy and sort of like what, what's it's not a quick 20 minute stop. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know whether, again, I should be flattered or insulted that I flattered. label the Trader Joe's expert. By the way, I'm sure there are many people out there who know oh, of course. their goods way more than I do. But uh, I think the thing that made sense as to why John didn't doesn't know about Trader Joe's that much is because he doesn't cook. So if you don't cook, you don't go grocery shopping. So why the hell would you know the inside of a Trader Joe's if you don't cook? You just go to, to whatever's closest to you. What It's a Ralph's for you, right? Uh, yes. Yes, yes. So I was telling John that I know that every Monday, TraderJoe's.com will post all of their new products for the week, which is so exciting. It gives me a chance to go. I'll peruse it and be like, do I need this slash want this? Is it worth it? Because there's one about a 15-minute walk from my house. So it's 
a nice little little trick. Um, let's see. So let's check what's online first. I make a list. I know the where everything general generally where everything is. You I, felt very lost in my Trader Joe's. I did. I didn't know where the coffee the stand was. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's always one free sample of food and almost always one coffee. But the ones in SoCal, we've been to two. They also have juice samples. I was quite oh. pleasantly surprised about that. We're high class. Oh yeah. But the second place didn't have any coffee. I was quite oh, sad true. about that. But I explained to John that yes, it can be. A, some people see it as kind of a basic bitch place, but it's great because uh, it's affordable. It's like you can have your fancy pants, trendy food, organic, whatever you want, but it's totally affordable. Yeah, I had always equated with Whole Foods. I mm. didn't realize that Trader Joe's was so affordable. It really is affordable. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty cheap. Yeah, it's not out. You know, it's not overpriced like Whole Foods. Right, and their stuff is on trend. It's creative. Uh, they're constantly coming out with new products. So yeah, I mean, I'm all about it. Did you enjoy your two trips there? Uh, I really did enjoy it because you know what we did was we went down each aisle very very carefully looking at pretty much everything and not just like but look at both sides we go down one side of this aisle and loop back the other side of that aisle and it's funny because you know i will look at the stuff i don't really know what a lot of these things mean um like a lot of these words uh, <laughs> but you know for you you're like oh this is new oh this is something interesting or like hey i've, I've tried this before or yeah i think my dad's gonna buy this next week i'm pretty sure he's gonna buy this next week and so it's sort of i was getting this running commentary of you seeing a slice of your trader joe's life <laughs> You know, and um, I was like, "Wow, this is this is something else." Uh, and I re- I really enjoyed it. Great. Of note, uh, in the produce section, John had never seen fingerling potatoes before. They're just small potatoes that look like they're shaped like fingers. Sounds disgusting, but they're kind of cute. Yeah, I don't know what to do with fingerling potatoes, but they were cute. <laughs> And he wanted to taste test them, but... Is their produce uh, pretty fresh? I've heard mixed mixed things about it. I'll buy certain items of produce there. Not gonna lie, I'm like, oh, kale or arugula or some kind of mixed dark greens. But I've heard some of their produce can be kind of bland. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've noticed, and my dad and I agree, their avocados are very large and reasonably priced okay. consistently. Is, is that a plug for their avocados? Sure. But right now there's some kind of crazy-ass avocado war happening, so... What does that mean? Wait, uh, avocado prices are high right now because there's uh not coming in from mexico but due to my i think it really traces back to like gang wars but some kind of oh. policy something is not happening i mean something is not right that should be solved soon apparently okay. i need to actually read an article about it i have it <laughs> thanks for informing us oh yeah thank you you're welcome great do you have anything else about trader joe's you want to talk to us about any sort of secret tips any sort of anything oh you know i think one thing that uh people might not know about is their their bath and body products Mm. You might not think Trader Joe's. <laughs> I did not think. But I have a few products, and I like part of what makes Trader Joe's and Costco great is that a lot of their products are good quality because they secretly con or they contract out with the existing companies that manufacture these things under bigger brand names. So if they contract this out, they can put it under their own name and sell it for a lot cheaper. But it's pretty much the same quality mm-hmm. as whatever brand name it is. So their face lotion is like four bucks for four ounces, SPF 15, non oily. And I think a lot of their bath and body products are pretty gender neutral as well. So it's not overly flowery or overly like spicy. It's just, I think everyone can use it. Affordable, decent to me. So Bath and body products. Yeah, don't, uh, don't overlook that section. What about sort of their business practices? Can I feel good shopping there? Or do they squeeze out suppliers for their money? Like, how, are they a good business? Do you know? I hope so. I don't know. I have one friend who worked there more than 10 years ago, and I don't think he enjoyed his experience, but I'm going to have to ask him again exactly okay. why. But also, this was back in the days... They had when they had to wear Aloha shirts for work. Oh right, yes, I recall these. It's yeah. Evolution of Trader Joe's. Okay. Well, let's go. Let's move right along into this most exciting part of our day. Um, we're gonna do a food taste test. How do you feel? 
Oh, I'm, I'm actually hungry, so yeah, you're I'm starving. ready. starving. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we have an array of items. Uh, we have six or seven uh, items that we're going to try out. Um, let's start from the top. How about you pick first because you're hungry? Okay, should we start off with a bit of like a party appetizer? Should we do chips and salsa? Uh, no, the salsa's downstairs. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well then, never mind. What can we... Oh, we'll, okay, we'll mix it up then. We'll mix it up. We have a lot of sweet items. Yeah. Shall we do these uh, pink and whites? Yeah, I'll do them. John can talk about them. Uh, so the the only reason I actually go into Trader Joe's is basically for cookies. Uh, during the Christmas season, they make these star dark chocolate sprinkle cookies that are not available now. However, what caught my eye was this pink and whites shortbread cookies with a yogurt coating and sprinkles. To me, uh, it just looks like circus cookies. And so I was hoping it'd be a really good replacement for circus cookies. Uh, beautiful packaging, as always. And so we're going to give a give a taste. Do you want a white one or, or a pink one? I should take a pink one. Thank you for letting oh. me choose my color. No problem. They look green on the package. So go ahead. Oh, thank you. Give that a little go. And are you familiar with the are you familiar with the circus? I cookie? am. These smell just like them. These are they, supposed to be the fancy adult version. Yeah, and they're better for you. Right. I mean, it's supposed so, to look like so a flower. Insane. It's supposed to look like a flower petal. Yeah. Or, give it a good crunch. All right. Hmm. No. Surpassed my expectations, John. Mm. Well, I do have to tell you, um, I'm a little bit biased against shortbread in general. Oh. My dad loves it. You love it. I just find shortbread to be very plain, as much as I love butter. But um, these are actually not too heavy. I think because they're thinner, fresh. Um, hmm. I'm going to go the other way. I don't like them that much. Hmm. Uh, they're not sugary enough to be circus cookies, <laughs> and the shortbread makes it a little bit strange. It's a little too dense. Right. That's just, that's the big difference. Is that yeah. The circus cookies are not shortbread. Yeah. Like, the shortbread is what makes it more adult. These are one of the things that made it... It made it healthy, and it's not good. And the the coating, I think, is yogurt coating. Mm-hmm. So it's probably not as sweet. Oh, as opposed to probably the very yeah. fake one that the, mm-hmm. yeah. your childhood circus cookies are? Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, you give it a thumbs up. I mean, my bar is very low. So yeah, considering that I don't love shortbread, yeah, these are pleasant. I'm All finishing right. my entire cookie. Pink and whites. Pink and whites. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What next? Oh, you choose next. Let's try this apple strawberry fruit bar. Yes, that is. That okay. was one of your selections. Do a, do a discussion. Oh. Trader Joe's gluten-free apple and strawberry fruit bar. No, no. Gorgeous packaging. No, what? I don't even know what this is. Okay. Oh, it really is just two ingredients. Apple and strawberry. It's also labeled vegan and raw. There's no preservatives? No. Fascinating. Ingredients. Apples. Strawberries. Okay. Wow. It's All right, then. It's a fruit then. snack. It's a fruit snack. Okay. Opening... It looks like a chunky fruit okay. leather. Uh, yeah, this looks gross. <laughs> it does. Uh, this looks like a piece of uh, bacon, sort of, like thick, ugly bacon. Like fake bacon almost with like nut chunks in it. Yeah, I'm not enjoying this look. This, this is natural food, Dan. Mm, it smells... How could this just be apple? I don't understand. With the strawberry part. It's just apple and strawberry, okay. Mm-hmm. It's just dried apple and strawberry. Let's give it a go. Mmm. I wish you could see John's face right now. I'm not sure if he loves it or he hates it, but it was a very... He what needs a what mo- do you think? He needs a moment. Um, it's cool. It's like, I would give this to my kids if they if I had kids for school lunch. I hope they would like it. I think it was gross because it's healthy. Um, I mean, it's like, a, yeah, a thick fruit leather. Not very, like, rubbery. It, just, it does break down very easily, so it's not hard to chew. Unlike some other, I suppose, dried fruit snacks. It's not bad. As a former kid, I want to say that <laughs> if you want to trade this for anything else in the playground, you'd get nothing. This tastes awful. It's a little bit bland, yeah? It's bland. The texture is horrible. It's not sweet like an apple. It's not sweet like a strawberry. You're really gunning for the sweet stuff, This eh? is No, this is just... It, it, it doesn't taste good. 
It's not a fruit roll-up. Neither is it sort of just a dried apple. I'm really out on this. What did you want it to be like? Or I thought it'd be like a like a Newton bar or something. Or I don't know. I did cross my mind briefly when I saw. It. I was like, oh, fig Newtons. Yeah, I mean, I thought it. I thought it'd give me more joy. Huh? I'm like, is there anything? Is this worth like if I needed a quick pick me up? Would I three grams of fiber? That's not bad. I can't believe you're going in for seconds. Ugh, that's awful. Oh, I'm just really hungry. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, let's let's give you something of substance. All right. Um, let's go with the chips. We don't have the salsa yet. We'll test the salsa independently. Right. But we're gonna go ahead with these chips. These are the Trader Joe's veggie and flaxseed tortilla chips. Uh, and there's a beautiful photo of hand-drawn vegetables, mm-hmm. carrot and tomato, spinach and garlic, red beet and onion. So there's three colors here. Blue, I'm sorry, no, green, <laughs> yellow, and red. Uh, this is a good source of fiber. I don't actually know what flaxseed is. Whoa. Well but let's good go for it. Well, uh, before we try, I have to say, I really pushed to um, buy these. John was saying nay over and over again because he thought they looked disgusting and that I said that's why we have to try them because they sound to be one of the more interesting tortilla chips on offer that I haven't tried yet I guess um, I'm just against the idea of flaxseed in my chips right the, I, I've had I, I got over that point a couple of years ago once you eat it like it's great it's, it doesn't affect the flavor as much as you would think it would it would I will say that I will say as much as colorful food can look great all the chips are very pale like it's mm. a pale red a pale green a pale orange that does look a little bit gross yeah this is not an attractive chip color uh but 500 milligrams of omega-3s per serving is that a lot apparently so i actually don't know omega-3 that's in fish omega-3 fatty acid yeah that's good for us all right what color do you want uh i'm gonna try some of each because there's oh my gosh of course so i need to get one of each as well okay so once again the flavors are carrot and tomato spinach and garlic and then red bean and onion. Which one are you trying first? The red one. Carrot and tomato? Okay. So shall I. It smells good. Like mm, They do smell nice. Some nice spices in here. It smells very healthy. <laughs> Which in this case, hopefully is good. If I close my eyes, I'm bit into this. Mm-hmm. I just taste a little bit of like onion or something. Yeah. Red beet and onion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which can be good. So I think so far, they're neutral enough. It's kind of like a dip them, like a like a funyun flavor, but lightened. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, is it just rubbing off from the red bean and onion chip? I don't know yet. Oh, Wait, I we'll see. find out. Isn't that the red bean and onion chip? We're eating Plus the... the carrot tomato. Oh, actually, that's a good question. I think this is the red bean onion. Oh my! That's the carrot tomato. Yeah, we just orange. ate the carrot. Wait, what? Hold on. It's oh, red bean onion. You just ate. Oh my god! Onion. I just thought I was eating something else. How does that do? Like your mental, your mental. It your... makes more sense. I was like, yeah. why is there some onion flavor in here? The power of mind. Okay, we're getting the green one now. I'm going with the green one. Spinach and garlic, for sure. All right, let's go. Hmm. Well, I like garlic, so it's not too strong. Yeah. But if you didn't like garlic, I think it might be too strong for you, but if you like garlic, it's rather subtle. And so far, I'm not getting any seeds in my teeth, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know if I need seeds in my chip. It's already crunchy. It's like, yeah, you're right. It's for the health. It's for the health factor. Oh, really? Flax seeds. Flax seeds do Fiber and protein. Oh, that's what it's giving me. Fiber and protein? Fiber. Fiber. All right. It's it's all right. All right. So the last one. Carrot and tomato for real this time. Here we go. Carrot and tomato. I do detect a more pronounced carrot taste in this one. Here's what's going on with these chips, I think. They're giving you one flavor profile Mm -hmm. and one for the color. 
slash just it's like onion s- chip with red beet coloring. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, garlic chip with spinach coloring. That's what I feel like is happening. So what's carrot and tomato then? Because it's too... It tastes like a tomato. With, or a carrot. Or a carrot, I'm sorry, with a tomato, you know, Col- coloring. <clears throat> it's orange. Well, you know, look, I'm not a food expert. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, just here to eat. Yeah, no, I I think I, for the most part, I agree with your yeah. assessment of what's happening here. Let's turn this around and see um, any cool descriptions or interesting ingredients or only three grams of fiber per seven chips. Come on. Flax seeds, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't think these flax seeds are doing much for me. Uh, so far, I really only like the green one. Stone ground white corn, though. That's it. There you go. Flax seed is the second ingredient. All right. Oh, tomato powder. Okay. Oh, well, I'll be, okay. Everything is powdered, which makes sense. But it, they also sort of have like a water. thick, Ooh, a thick a, sort of a trace of lime. Apparently, even the texture. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not loving the sort of mouthfeel afterwards. Oh, how do you prefer your tortilla chips to be in general? A little lighter, like more taqueria style. I think so. I think uh-huh. so. But I think it, this could be all improved with some salsa. It's nice. It's not an overwhelming. Mm-hmm. We're taste. giving these chips a second chance in yeah. a bit with the, our our new salsa. How did you feel about these chips? Would you buy them again? Um. I, you know, I would think I might buy them for a party if people are healthier. <laughs> oh, it's just more interesting. It's like, oh, I'll bring chips and salsa, but you want to bring something that's a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I think at a party, I would definitely reach for them, thinking like, oh, these look cool. Right, because the colors. So yeah. I'm not. A, I, they wouldn't. I don't think I wouldn't keep them uh, as a regular thing in my cabinet, but I'm not against them. Okay. Again, if I had kids, I'd be like, hey, who wants some chips that are a little bit healthier than normal? What I don't know why I keep thinking about kids stuff. Probably because I just saw a lot Children. of kids this week. So I'm thinking about how to give them nutrition. Well, let's talk about our sponsorship uh, in our food taste. We're going we're gonna to move into our sponsorship by uh, Cold we? Brew Coffee. We need to wash this down. We just had some chips. Ah, uh, yes. Wouldn't so dry. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead. Let's uh, let's have a sip of this Trader Joe's branded French vanilla cold brew coffee. It comes in a can. Yep. They also have uh, just a black cold brew coffee version as well. Yeah. It's eight ounces, about two dollars. So for the on the cold, <coughs> excuse me, choking on the chips. <coughs> yeah. My God, you need that coffee. Hurry. <laughs> the cold brew wagon. That's uh, pretty cheap. So a slim can. It's lavender color. Um. Okay. So I give it a tiny shake, but not too much. I'm gonna slide of the microphone here. All right. Well, I guess I'm first. You sound since thirsty. I was choking. Huh. That's all right. Uh, it mm. actually doesn't taste that much better than like a lot of the Japanese canned coffees, like UCC, like iced cappuccino, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'm a little bit disappointed with this. Really not that great. It's like, watery. Mm, and uh, I think tasty. part of what the problem is that, uh, well, in my mind, there's it's reduced fat milk in here. I think it's, they should use full fat or half and half for some, in my opinion. Next Monday, you go in and tell them. I'll be like, yo, because I feel I know I know not everything at Trader Joe's is fantastic, but I really expected more out of this product. Yeah, another disappointment. That's a, I mean, you know, for two bucks, grab and go. It's I understand you can do better. Perfect. I'm still gonna drink some more. All right. No, no, keep drinking. Thank um, you. So let's let's do a quick sweet, mm. if that's okay. Of course, um, we have so many choices. Mm. Now here's an item that I've had before, but I introduced Margot to. Uh, it's the Trader Joe's gummy tummies penguins, and they're penguin gummies with a little tummy of jelly. And you can find them in usually, strangely, uh, right above the freezer section. But now I think they hang them in the front, and they're just cute, and they're also delicious. Cherry, lime, strawberry bellies. Uh, I don't need to say anything else because these sell themselves. This actually was my first time having them. Yeah. I always stare hard at all the Trader Joe's products, but I, you know, I can't eat all of them all the time. This is a great alternative. I mean, we both are into Haribo gummies, mm-hmm. but this is a great alternative because mm-hmm. it's a little bit healthier. Not really, but it's also delicious. 
Great texture. Yeah, mm, amazing texture. It's like soft. The yeah. penguins are peachy. Yes, they're peachy. Mm-hmm. And the tummies are. I will say when John described them to me, I thought there would be more juicy, more juice or liquid in the tummies. Not so uh, much, but at least they won't squirrel over you. It's like a little surprise, I suppose. Okay. So That's delicious, good. delicious. Okay, I mean, fine. Mm. You don't have to have any more. I'll keep them for myself. <laughs> mm. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with our wonton soup. And many more things. All right, uh, we have to take a little break. We have to prepare the next set of foods to eat. Uh, <laughs> this one's really something special. Uh, in the freezer section, uh, we found an array of Asian food. And this one is, please, go ahead. Tritter Ming's Chicken and Vegetable Wonton Soup. Keep frozen, made in USA. Cook thoroughly. Why Trader Ming's? Well, one thing I managed to drop on John was that uh, for some of Trader Joe's more, so we shall say, ethnic food offerings, there's the um, <laughs> ethnic riff on the name Joe. So, for example, some of the Italian food goes under Trader Giotto's, or some of the Mexican food offerings are under Trader Jose's. And apparently... Anything that's Chinese is Trader Ming's. <laughs> Not everything, though, because they're really inconsistent yeah. in the ethnic food sort of labeling. Yes. What were the things that you saw that you thought would have? Um, I mean, they had like maybe some chimichangas or whatever. They're not Jose's. It's true. Uh, the other, I mean, I didn't see that many other. They had Chinese some tikka foods. masala stuff that. Yeah, there's no some, Indian some, sort of representative. They had some Greek stuff. Yeah, the Greeks were not well represented. <laughs> uh, I found it very strange because Ming's is, I don't know. Is that the Chinese equivalent of Joe? Is it? That was my big question. Definitely not, right? Do you think they just chose it because it's like a stereotypically common man's I name? I guess I just associate it with just not a good thing. But, you know, at least they didn't use the bamboo font. Oh, they still yeah, that chopstick font pretty thing. normal. Yeah, so that's nice. You know, so it's not overtly Asian, except if you just notice the Trader Ming's. Um, but anyway, the idea that this wonton soup, you know, and uh, I think it's, how much was it? Three fifty. Mm-hmm. It's frozen section. Yep. Um, unfortunately, this is actually our second bowl because... <laughs> I had brought our bag of Trader Joe's home, and I forgot to put this back in the freezer and left it out overnight. And we could have given it a go, but I was like, no, we we necessitated a second trip back to buy another one. Because I really wanted to test this because, you know, wonton soup is delicious, but sometimes you don't have the wontons at home to make. And I love wonton soup. I've had in Taiwan, China, many countries. And I want to say I'm an expert at wonton soup. Um, I've made them myself. I've cooked it. One of the few things I can make. And this one comes with carrots and peas and... I, I, I don't know what this green stuff is. Parsley? Onion? Uh, that look like... Oh, scallions. Like green onions? Okay. We're t- talking about this? Uh, these these things. These green things. Cilantro? Cilantro. Yeah, I mean, this is not a traditional wonton soup by any means. So let's put stuff in here that's kind of Asian. Yeah, they just threw some shit together. Like but some snap peas. Yeah. Uh, but let's go. So you microwave this and let's give it a taste. Uh, please, Margo. Oh, me first. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, you're really hungry. That's true. This is our main course, by the way. It smells. I really am picking up like a the carrots seem really crispy and fresh in this thing. I'm smelling it. All right, I'm gonna slurp it. Oh, not bad. I mean, we let this sit in the microwave for a while, so it's not hot. Okay, How's the broth? It looks nice. It's like a, oh, it's kind of opaque, like a golden color. Yeah, give it a taste of everything, uh, and then and then. You want me to try the wonton right yeah, now? Yeah, do it all. Well? Do it all. Oh my gosh! And then, and then hold your thoughts until I try it. Ooh, I'm gonna have like an entire. Oh, so I shouldn't say anything now? No, you can say Here's stuff, a but I'll whole be snap eating. Pee. Yeah. Simultaneously soggy and crispy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that a microwave issue? Probably. Okay, that's fine. Oh, how many wontons are in here? Okay. Uh, yeah. I right. always count my wontons, right? They're a nice quality of wontons. Uh, one single serving. I, I say six or seven. 
One, two, I'm, three, I'm seeing a lot four, of wontons down there. Five, six. Yeah, at least six. That's quality. That is a pleasant surprise. You always got to count when you go to a restaurant, you judge their cheapness by how many wontons you get. Well, we like Trader Mings. They're giving us high quality, high quantity wontons. Oh, good skin. Good form. <laughs> Talk about your experiences while I eat my soup. Um, yeah, I just like spilled all over myself, but that's pretty standard for me. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. Impressed that the uh, dumpling skin is not too soggy. It's like thin enough, a little bit of resistance. Um, you taste some soy in here. Not overly powerful, but there is flavor. John, I see your your the brain broth, is racing. The broth is almost too much going on. It's mm. it's very vegetable-y. Mm -hmm. I'm used to sort of a plainer broth, but that's fine. I can go with that. The vegetables are crispy. The snappies crispy. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know, I had the same thought for John about the broth initially. Like when I had the broth for a second, I had thought this was a vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, soup me too. Because of the, so much effort has gone to the broth, but it's chicken and it's chicken and vegetable. Um, the wonton is acceptable. It's not bad. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not in love with the broth. It's a little too much vegetable brothy. I want just more of like a blander broth. Um, but I think that's how we make it at home. Mm. When you say you make wonton soup at home, are you making the wontons as well? I have, but generally speaking, no. Oh, amazing. Uh, maybe my mother wraps them, or you, you can buy them. Just yes. Done. Um, uh, related note, quickly. Um, the first time I moved out on my own, or my early days, I would always have certain food items in my kitchen. So, you know, as a young single person, like, oh, tuna, like cheese, tortillas, bread, um, think eggs, cheese. Oh, I said cheese already. But one of the things I would have also, I'd always buy frozen wontons and dried egg noodles and then a, a little jar or cubes of chicken bouillon mm. and scallions. Basically, I'd always have wonton noodle soup on hand as a quick, convenient meal. No, I feel you. As a young single person. Did you make the wontons? No. You bought no, them. I bought yeah. the frozen. Yeah. I have made them in my life. but You have made them, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty good at it. This is a, a plug for uh, have this wontons being a staple in your cabinet or your what would you freezer. give this wonton soup? Would you eat it in a pinch? I would, actually. Okay. Again, I my I had my doubts. I had my doubts. You had your doubts. But, Trader uh, Mings, come uh, through. I mean, would I willingly buy the... Mm, in a pinch, yeah. And yourself? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> let's be honest. I'd just go get some I, real wonton soup. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> okay. So let's move right along. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. We're going sweet again. We are going... Oh, oh, do you want to go salty? Oh, should we? No. We're not... Like, we have that let's mix it up. Let's items, mix it up. Salsa. Yeah. Okay, this is, um, you know, with the onslaught of fall and being in America and the, onslaught like... Onslaught is the right word. Onslaught, because it's a crazy amount of pumpkin spice products. There should be more savory pumpkin products, by the way, but we like our sugar, I guess. However, I thought this one item looked kind of interesting. Uh, pumpkin seed brittle, dusted with sugar and pumpkin pie spice. I like brittle in general. I haven't had it in quite some time, and I hadn't seen this product before, so I decided to give it a go. Um, once again, nice packaging, kind of very fine line illustrations. Um, I do love me some brittle. Oh, you do too. Yeah, Excellent. I, do. I also love pumpkin. Uh, together, I'm not so sure. You like sweet pumpkin or savory pumpkin? Oh, sweet. Okay. Sweet. When you open the package, you do smell all the spices coming out. Uh, okay. Ooh. Easy to break? Thank very you. easy to break. It's a nice consistency. Hmm. It smells, honestly, it smells weird. Like, um, I want to say a little bit like barf. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go. I was gonna. I was gonna say poop. Because uh, it looks nice, like the green pumpkin seeds is like sort of deep. This is mysterious. Orange color. You see the dusting of the sugar and. Why doesn't it smell like pumpkin? I see the cinnamon sugar and all that, but it smells like something else. It definitely smells is that like the plastic. Poop. Okay, let's take a bite. Oh, hmm. it tastes way better than it smells. Yeah, it's not gonna break your teeth. Easy to bite, chew, break off. 
It smells overwhelming. It smells disgusting. How come you said you opened the box and it smelled good? Well, I, I smell... It's like a wave. It's like you first smell the cinnamon sugar, and mm-hmm. then you're like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I'd get down with this. This is good. I would bring... Yeah, once again, yeah. I would probably bring this to a holiday party or... Yeah. Mm. Well, I just, no, you wouldn't because then people would smell and be like... No, who but, the who's, but who's going to smell it? Everybody. Oh my God. Who brought the barf? Um, wow. Yeah, I like that. All right. That's not bad. That's not bad. Wow. That was a definitely a surprise item of the day. Brought to you by November and fall. Seriously. Cool. Wait. Anything interesting? Oh, anything interesting on here? The packaging? Oh, there's lemon peel in here. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> the pumpkin seeds are roasted. Maybe the cardamom. Cardamom. Which I usually like a lot. Yeah, me too. I, I don't know what in here makes it smell so weird. Maybe it's the packaging. Yeah, it's not good. That's right. All right, what well, tastes good? So I, overall, yes, I I approve. All right, it tastes healthy. Um, <laughs> so right. natural. Here we go. We're back to the chips because we are trying this new to me salsa. It's a harissa based salsa. It's like a North African like red pepper. I like you freestyling because we, we I put the bottle down. I know I don't have it yeah, on me. I, I like that. Ooh, go ahead. I'm like, oh my god, keep what talking, should I say? Talking. Yeah. What kind of salsa is it? Harissa. I think those of you who follow um, maybe food blog trends or whatnot have seen this ingredient popping up more and more. In mainstream American cooking, it's always—I mean—it's been around like forever. Or what is harissa? <laughs> it's like a harissa, spicy like red pepper. Okay, ba- I don't know what I'm talking about, but red pepper based um, flavoring. You buy it like as a paste, or I, I think you can actually buy it dried in powder. Are we on trend? I believe we are on trend. Okay, cool. Okay, so it smells—it looks fantastic. Like it smells wonderful. And on, Marissa, on the delicious. jar, it says, you know, aside eating it, aside from eating it with chips, you can just put this on like some maybe some meat, roasted meat or vegetables. Mm. It looks like it's ready Multi- to go. Multi-use. Yeah, it's like ready to go. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, I still have some, some of my chips. Let's go. Don't reuse the chip. That's gross. Is that gross? Use a fresh chip. But what if I turn it around? Oh my god. Oh my god. Food barbarian. <laughs> Food judging. Fine. All right. Fine. <clears throat> fine. Fine. Ooh, great. Nice chunky. Pieces? I'm gonna spit out my brittle so I can go. I can go fresh. There is some suck in my teeth. I have to admit, uh, it's great for dipping. I want to note that the setting we're we're in we're in a spare room and we're indoors for a controlled recording environment. We're having an indoor picnic. Yeah. I was gonna say not spicy enough, oh, but you oh. know what? It's kind of a creep, slow creep. It's coming. Spicy. Oh, yeah. oh, I I'm feel feeling. it. It's spicy. Oh yeah. It's coming hard. Oh yum. It's harissa. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I do have to say, I wish we had a better chip to pair. But what, what would you? What kind of dipping thing would you use with this? No, I think I would just use a planer chip. I think I like dipping with a little planer of a chip. Okay. Something just tortilla. Just true. I mean, I, I want to taste the salsa. I don't want the salsa taste. is the star of this. Yeah. The veggie whole, the whole like spices plus veg, that goes out the window right now. I can't taste any of that. It's all about the salsa. Mm, this salsa looks good. It smells nice. Got a little fire. I would definitely buy this. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's not a complex salsa. It kind of just punches you in the face. It's not really, agree. not a lot going on in there, but tasty. Worth it. Oh, nice big chunks of pepper and tomato. Yeah, we're going to finish this after the recording. Oh, oh yeah. This okay. is nice. This is delicious. <laughs> this is not bad. Screw the, screw the other things we have on our list. Mm. No, just kidding. We have a couple more, but oh, right. this is excellent. I like that. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, we're winding up here. Yeah. Now, we've got two more things to do. And here we go. We have this very special wash it down. We're going to wash our salsa down. With the Trader Joe's Tropical Carrot Juice Blend. A blend of seven proprietary juices from Concentrate. Gives you 100% of your vitamins A and C per serving. Uh, I'm not a big fan of carrot juice, but we're about to find out how it goes. <laughs> I like how you said they're propi- proprietary juices. Yeah, no. It didn't say that on the label at all. But 
Well, I guess my biggest game would be like, what seven juices do you think are in here? Oh, uh, let's guess. Let's find out. But you want to smell it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, based upon my educated guess, <laughs> obviously carrot, uh, but I would also say apple, just because I think carrot, you need to throw in, a, you always throw in an apple with a blend of juices. Yeah, I would assume there might be some like pineapple and or orange in this. Yeah, something citrusy. As well. Yeah. I wonder if there are any other savory juices in here, but. Let's find out. Okay. Give it a go. Oh, me first. Yeah. Thank you. I want to put in a plug here for the old, old star of the juice section, Five Alive. I used to love that stuff. This tastes like high C or tang. Mm. More so than I thought it would. I thought it'd be more carroty. Are you swishing around like you do wine? <laughs> Whatever it takes. To... John is closing his eyes and tasting this. This is good. This is a very delicious carrot juice. Because you can't taste the carrot. I don't even is know what the carrot is. Yeah, this is... This is oh, it is good, but I, I actually like carrots as well. It's a lot sweeter than I expected it to yeah, be. Yeah, I think that's the problem. And that's why John you. likes it. I like it too, but again... Okay, so let's figure... Okay, what are these seven juices? Uh, from the top. Carrot. Grape. Mm-hmm. Apple. Pineapple. Mm-hmm. Kiwi. Oh. Lime. Oh. Mango puree. Yum. Okay. Not bad. Hence the tropical. There's uh, a, There are a lot of tropical things in here. Oh, I see tropical. Oh, I think that's why I like it. I'm a sucker for tropical. Oh, right. What kind of... What's your, your Jamba Juice jam usually? Uh, I usually... Uh, if I'm feeling kind of um, flavorful, I want razzmatazz. But if I'm kind of just feeling like I want something cold, I go with the Caribbean Passion, which doesn't have that much flavoring. But um, that's my usually go-to. Or the razzmatazz is my 1B option. Um, See, that, you like that tropical flavor. Yeah, I wish. This is a beautiful This is a beautiful juice. Oh, I'm glad. Yay. I think that was another thing that I wanted to buy because it sounded interesting. <laughs> I was like, that sounds mm. gross. That, is, that really washes the salsa down nicely. Oh, yeah. It does. The, the acid, I think, really helps to uh, be less spicy in the mouth. All right. Oh, my gosh. I, I forgot we have one more item. Here it is. So special into this item. tropical carrot juice. This is really special. Go ahead. Okay. So this is a dark chocolate-covered ginger. Australian crystallized ginger covered with rich dark chocolate. No artificial colors, flavors, or preservatives. Um, interesting thing. John said he's never had candy ginger. Is yeah, this I don't true? even know what can- ginger, I mean, candy ginger is. You're crazy. Me. Aren't you Asian? <laughs> is that an Asian thing? In my mind. Okay. Okay, well, that's part of why we gave it a go. And also, Trader Joe's does have a, a ton of chocolate snacks. So we decided we should have Yeah, one. dark chocolate is always the way to go, do you think? Oh, 100%. No question. Oh my gosh, okay. thank you. All right. These are small. They're like uh, the size of a, a blueberry, perhaps? Oh my. <laughs> that is really candy ginger. Mmm. Mmm. Whoa, this is great. Um, I'm going to dissect one. Yeah, that's how I bit mine in half first. What's surprising to me, because I've had a little bit crumbly in the in the middle so the chocolate won't really like melt all right what is surprising it's a little bit of a crumbly texture as you bite into it but it's fun it's not gross like um you know it's, it's not a melty dark chocolate as it as it disintegrates it will melt uh, so i think it's question, a really nice balance yeah it's, it's really delicious but what is candy ginger it's, it's mostly ginger and it's just... like dried with sugar you can check is the ingredients in the sense that ginger is good for you, and I think um, if you don't like ginger, it's one way to to eat it. I, I think it is a very what very yang kind of food, so too much is not good for you. But on the whole, I think ginger does have healing and germ fighting properties. This is a nice alternative to dark chocolate, sort of cranberries or beans, or mm. coffee beans. This is nice. I really like this. Excellent. I'm not sure I would eat a lot of it at once. I don't think you should. Yeah. <laughs> Um, wow. Okay. What a great taste test. I just have to say, um, on John's previous podcast, You Me Us, he had done multiple food taste tests. And were they all in Taipei? Yeah, mostly. Okay. We did foods from 7-Eleven. I was going to start a series, but, you know, it didn't go anywhere. 
Oh man, so I'm just I'm so honored and like giddy to be doing a taste test with John in this podcast right now in San Diego, Trader Joe's. Let's go with one item that you would definitely recommend to everybody. Oh, we had so I don't even know how many we had. Do we have like ten? Possibly What's your number one. Number sort one. Of oh, I'd either say the the harissa salsa. Okay. Uh, you know, part of me is biased because I'm the ones we just had are more fresh in my mind, but they were all pleasantly, surprisingly good. The salsa I would 100 percent buy. Next time I go to Trader Joe's. Uh, I'm still going to push the gummies. Um, <laughs> it's like cheating. But if not the gummies, I, I do think the juice is re- – I really like this juice. I think we, we had a 50-50 hit, uh, which is not too bad. Yeah. Some of the stuff I expected to be better, mm-hmm. but then they weren't. But the other stuff turned out to be very delicious. Right. I think it's good to be surprised, uh, <laughs> which we definitely were on yeah. almost every – food item perfect perfect well uh, i hope you guys join us again for a food taste test if you were ever in the same city come eat with us have taste tests with us send us food excellent all right see you soon all right bye